Welcome, guys. Happy <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> we just need to stop saying the day, bro. I said happy Monday. Yeah, we're just going to stop saying the day. Good, happy whatever day it is, guys. I was going to let you, uh, maybe we should let you have an intro. You oh, know, like shoot. When, when the song is like talking about running from the law. Don't you're get just crazy. Like, you got crazy. your little marijuana in your head and you're like, yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm born again, bro. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'll stop it. Born again. Temporarily. Welcome to... You quit weed, I quit carbs. Welcome to the Day $1.0 podcast, guys. What's up, guys? Hey, great topic today. I'm not sure what you put for the headlines, but we're going to be talking about small wins today. It's going to bleed into some other topics or, or not necessarily other topics. It's going to bleed into a thought process on how to approach small wins, mm-hmm. um, what they mean, I guess, from my lens mm-hmm. and, and how I see them. Obviously, I can only speak to, to kind of how I see things or my experience. So I want to share that stuff. And if it's for you, Awesome. If we're not, hey, listen, take what you can from this. Um, I think one of our biggest miss- missions on the podcast is to try to create thinkers, right? So if we solidify some answers for you, great. And if you disagree with us and you can solidify your own reasonings for why you do stuff um, in contrast to the podcast, hey, great. Problem solved for you, right? So definitely want to have some thinkers and and um, create people that go out there and, and just really attack. But a great topic mm-hmm. today, man. If you guys are listening right now. Um, you can find, you know, on Facebook, obviously we go Facebook live, um, but we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google play, all that, all that fancy stuff. Eli talks about, um, go leave a review. If you've got questions and you want us or a topic you want us to talk about, we'd love it. Today's done. Yeah. Today's going to, today's one of my favorite, man. It's, it's starting to turn into mm-hmm. one of my favorites because I got to, the, <laughs> there we now, go. And full disclosure, there's gum in my mouth and I got a notebook out. See that? No PowerPoint, but a notebook, and that's okay. We're going to be super raw, and we're going to kind of come at this from a, from an organic angle. So the topic, you know, is small wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can kind of figure that out for yourself before we kind of get into this. But, you know, mainly like, hey, how do we, how do we implement small wins, you know, into, into our process? You know, what are they good for? So I've got a couple bullet points that I want to talk about today. I'm going to just kind of go over my bullet points and I'm going to let you kind of sure. speak about yours and then we'll go back and just consolidate, have a discussion on Let's it. Let's do it. But a big one for me with small wins is not compared to anyone else. So small wins for you, as in this could be as small as like, did you get your ass out of bed on time today? You know, like, yeah, that's a small win. That's a win. And look, it's okay. And there's a reason why we're calling them small wins. It's okay to have these small wins, and sometimes that's all you got to fall back on. And sometimes your small win might go back as small enough as just getting out of bed on time and getting after it. It's true. That's okay. It's true. And this is not compared to anyone else's small win. Mm-hmm. This is not compared to anyone else's big win. Look, if if you already feel like you're a 9 out of 10 that day because you got out of bed on time, that's for you. Okay, so like... And I'll kind of go back into some examples later on when we get through these bullet points. But sure. but my second bullet point was just really emphasizing this is for you, not for anyone else. Okay. Embrace your phase. So when we go over small wins, understanding what phase you're in and why these small wins are important. So giving an example, everyone knows that we do real estate. We own a real estate team. At some point we were new to that. Okay. At some point just studying and getting our license and, just having someone message us, you know, and getting a response that they want to talk about, you know, maybe, maybe buying a property, selling a property. I remember to this day, the first time I went under contract on a home, mm-hmm. on the first home that I was on, you know, I was, the first one I ever did, I was, it was a buy side. Mm-hmm. And I remember winning that offer and we went under contract. I remember what that felt like. Mm-hmm. It's a small win. You know, it might feel huge in that moment, 
And it's okay to embrace it because, look, you're new. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be new and understand that, look, there might be guys that have been around for a long time or that are crushing or whatever that, dude, you, like, for example, let's just let's just be real. You and I, like, having our team achieving top 1% nationwide for Berkshire, I don't dance every time we're under contract. Mm-hmm. I don't even have an emotional response toward it. Mm-hmm. I'm dialed in for the process now and right. preparing for – the emotional side of things, the negotiation side of things, being a team player with this other agent, making sure that we keep the steel together with everything we have. I have no emotional response toward being in a contract, right? It's just a step. However, it's just not a small win for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, it was. Yep. So as you grow, your small wins may change now. And that's okay, too. But just reflecting back on, like, it's okay that that was, it almost felt like a big win to me. Because of where I was at and I was embracing being new, right? So, but with that being said, my next bullet point that I want to talk about today and, and kind of cover is, is always striving to be better. So embrace your face, right? If you're new to something, please embrace these small wins. But at the same time, still strive to be better, okay? And with that being said, it's going to lead me to my ultimate point today. Don't be fake. Or in layman's terms, don't be fucking fake, <laughs> And, okay, like don't okay. think that you got to fake it till you make it. Don't allow your insecurities to make you feel like you got to be more than you are. Okay. Because the problem is like never embracing your face, mm-hmm. never celebrating small wins, never having that true mm-hmm. to yourself just moment of, of remembering what it was like to be new. You have no story. See, so, like, if you want to fake it till you make it and just act like you're some expert or act like you're super accredited when you're not. Man, what's your story? You don't have one. You got to pretend like you've been there before. Right. So you're never embracing these small wins, which means you might never make it. That, yeah. Because so that, you're never going to have like those those feel goods of like what you're doing. And if you do feel that, it's got to be a secret because God forbid, right? Like you, you open up about one something like that. And then yeah, people think people realize you're yeah, just faking it. Right, you know, right, like right. so you can't like and I'm not and I'm saying like, hey, don't be fake. Don't don't be smoking mirrors. Yes, of course, if you're in sales for the sake of other people. But at the same time, for yourself, you are missing out on so mm-hmm. much by just mm-hmm. embracing this phase, being true to yourself, going through a process, having a story to tell start to finish, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so important, dude. Like, especially nowadays with, digi- you know, with, with social media mm-hmm. and digital marketing, mm-hmm. like, you can really be true to yourself. And I'm partial to this because, man, the insecurities I had starting an Instagram page when I left the fitness company and I was starting nothing, dude. Yeah. And I'm literally... Yeah, you didn't even have a page at all, right? No, because I was running a fitness page. So I was all over that one. Everyone knew who we were. I was running that one. I didn't necessarily need my own page, man, because I wasn't a personal brand at that point. I wasn't doing... You know, we were doing doing Fit Republic. Um, You know, but I had a Facebook. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. But Mm -hmm. then when I just say, hey, look, I'm not running this Instagram anymore. Like, hey, I should probably have my own. I'm me now. Dude, just sitting in my car that was too expensive that I knew I was going to be getting rid of, creating that Facebook page... I just like, I knew, man. And I was like, man, like I gotta be, I don't care who laughs at me. Yeah. I don't care who's going to think like I'm full of crap or, or Hey, this is corny or, you know, or like whatever it may be, man. Like if you stand the test of time and you, and you come out on top, it's no longer corny. Mm -hmm. It's no longer fake. It's no longer people laughing at you. It's like, man, like guys really doing it. And man, I wasn't doing it for them in the first place. Right. Like, but I knew to keep myself accountable. I knew with everything else that I had done in life, being a new Marine, there ain't no secret there. You're fucking new. And look, man, they're hard on you, but they're not making it like it's it's not okay to be new. 
Right, right, right. Oh, it's more than okay to be new. Here's just the pile of shit that comes with it. You're everyone's been through it. And that's, yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like, people seem to realize that, at least on that point, and then I want to go back to your first one and, yeah. and kind of go back through and digest these a little bit. Um, but when it comes to that fake shit, man, like, it's okay to be new. Everyone's new. You're not laughing at a kid for not knowing how to walk, right? When he's mm-hmm. just crawling, it's just mm-hmm. part of the process. And like you said, if you try and skirt that process, not only are you just going to look like you're full of shit and people are never going to trust you again, but you're taking so much of the process out, like a 16-year-old trying steroids. It's like, dude, you're fucking your shit up, man. Like, you're, you're leaving a lot on the line by not just utilizing your natural testosterone. Yeah. Or like another example for those of you that don't roid. <laughs> it's okay. We don't hate you. Oh, um, imagine, like, lying about driving a stick shift. Oh, yeah. Eli's only going to get you so far, And bro. then, like, you know, you've got to, like, drive mom or dad or grandma on the highway. Or, like... Something happens and someone's mm-hmm. having a medical emergency and you have to drive them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Like, not only are you putting yourself at risk, you're putting other people at risk. And at the same time, it didn't even be said in the yeah, first place. And so it's okay. Yeah, man. So so yeah. when we talk about small wins, I'm going to give some examples for me, right? So when I left that fitness company, so you know, a lot of you have heard this story. I'm not going to get into the entire story, but got rid of cars, man. Sold off cars. Got rid of everything, you know significant other daughter staying at her parents' house. I'm in my buddy's mom's Y2K pantry. Mm-hmm. Legit, right? Big Newton's mm-hmm. Campbell's soup, distilled water. Mm-hmm. They had these, um, side note, they had these like organic Fig Newtons. Mm. I buy them this day. They're phenomenal. They're yeah. like really thick. Not the normal oh, like dude, toll house ones? No idea why they, mm. they were down there. Apparently yeah. like organic. Oh, those are the ones from my like Costco, man. I know I exactly know. what you're talking about. Yeah. Wherever they're from. I love those. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Two, two, two and Might have gained a couple pounds yeah, stress eating those yeah, in the, in the yeah. pantry. <laughs> Listen to me. If you're a stress eater, the last place you should sleep is a pantry. Oh, shit. Okay? That's me. Thank God. <laughs> Go to like hit the, the snooze st- button oh, and said you just grab some Fig Newtons. Oh, and, man, they were delicious. Yeah. Uh, doesn't food taste so good when you're stressed? Like, I love food, bro. Right? Yeah, I'm an emotional that's, eater. That's one of me, too. Yeah. Uh, right? That's one of mine. Obviously, I'm a lot more accredited <laughs> being an emotional eater than you are. A little skin and A lot, bones of, lot of emotion. Eli yeah. with a six-pack over there talking. <laughs> right. well, I get, either you are full of shit or... Just zero emotion. You just never have yeah, that's uh, emotions. That's it. Um, but giving some examples, right? Like passing my exams. Actually, prior to that, just putting myself down for eight hours a day and studying. Man, I hadn't studied since college. Right. And prior to that, like Marine Corps and, you know, so you doubt yourself. Like, man, do I even know how to study anymore? Mm -hmm. No. But I remember, like, how I used to be good at studying. I was very, you know, I like video. Um, You know, I like taking notes during video and then reading in addition. And all right, so cool. So fall back on what you know. But it was just a win to, like, because when I first started studying for real estate, man, those first couple weeks, man, I was... I was bullshitting, man. Yeah, like yeah. I'd study, but not really. Yeah. I'd take two days off. Well, it's I'd terrible. Find a reason not it's to. dry. It's well, yeah, you just fear, man. You're yeah. starting something new. You, you know, you're gonna start flailing in the water when you don't know how to mm-hmm. swim, right? Mm-hmm. Like at first, you're gonna try to be calm, and you realize that that's not working, and you don't know how to do it, and then you start flailing around. Mm-hmm. Same thing, man. Like you're excited to start some entrepreneurship. Cool, you venture out, oh, freedom, and then it sinks in, and then you're kind of like you're flailing around. So you're you're dodging stuff, man, and. I kept going back to the old company that I used to work for and seeing the guys. Cause you know, I left on good terms, man. It's no bad blood at all. And then I, I caught myself and I go, Hey man, I'm, a, I'm going back to my old company for three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to the gym. I'm just dodging reality. So I literally politely unfollowed all of them and blocked them. And then I told them, Hey guys, unfollowed you, blocked you. Here's where I'm at. I got to focus. Mm-hmm. Don't take any offense to it. They all laughed. One of them was my cousin, phenomenal dude. 
Um, they all got a good laugh out of it, right? So just a, just the ability to identify my behavior and then blocking. It's huge, man. And not, so I went to a different gym because headquarters was like right next to my gym that I used to work out at. So I'm like, okay, next couple of months, I got to change my gym because mm-hmm. I can't go park in the same parking lot as my old company's headquarters that's right next to my normal gym. Right. I'm going to go in. Temptation. I want to see my homies. So I switched gyms, blocked my boys, told him I blocked them, mm-hmm. right? Man, just a small win of like just identifying your behavior, knowing that you're dodging what you should be focused on and diving in. That identifying was, is huge, man. Huge. That's man. like the first step. Yep. So I identified that, right? So that was a win for me. And then, dude, just waking up every day and then just getting after it for eight hours a day. It was like, hey, man, I won today. I was productive. I learned something. I got through a module, took some notes, passed that chapter exam. Hey, man, good on you, dude. That's a win. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hey, I just got to stack these wins every day. I didn't celebrate them. I didn't post them on social media. I didn't tell everyone about them. They were for me. Yeah, but you recognize. And look, I'm not, I'm not here to put my wins up against anyone else's wins. Like, you might learn how to swim and tread water. Like, man, I treaded water for 30 seconds today. Someone might have been born knowing how to tread water. Some people are just amazing in the water. Look, that's okay, man. Like, what's hard for you just because it's not hard for someone else doesn't make any less or more of your win. Mm-hmm. Some people are just more talented in other areas. So there might be some things, man, that I, I can just wake up and do that people have to try their whole life to do. Yep. One of them was baseball. Yep. Okay, I threw the ball super hard, and I was born left-handed. I had a great fastball and a great curveball. Integrity, man, I was not working that hard at it. Mm-hmm. Lefties, we throw the ball slanted as it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Some of it's just born. So should I put more weight? behind that skill set compared to someone else has to try every day at it. No, man. Like it's not true. Cause what's, what's subjective is like the amount of effort that goes into something. So, so real quick on that. So yep. when you're identifying these small wins, right. Um, how do you keep yourself from, and I guess integrity is the answer. I probably answered it for you, but how do you keep yourself, man, from, I know there's people out there that are going to give themselves way more credit than they should for wins when it's something like you just said, like, Hey, you were born with a fucking six pack, man. Like you didn't work for that. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great question. Um, I think it's always striving to be better, right? Because mm-hmm. the integrity is going to fall with you, mm-hmm. right? And then sometimes we're going to compare ourselves to others or we're at least going to, like, peek our head up and see where everyone else is at, mm-hmm. right? Like, you ever see, like, people swimming in the Olympics and yep, they're yep, going, yep. going, 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 they're focused on themselves. The second they touch the wall, they're, yep. they're looking around. Yep. I think every once in a while we're going to pick our head up into the clouds and kind of see where everyone else is at. And we're going to gauge ourselves, And I think that's okay. So the integrity part is just knowing like, okay, if you're going to be happy with a small win, you've got to, you've got to be able to process that. Everything okay over here. Oh, okay. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to celebrate like that small win, you got to have the integrity with being honest with yourself that you really are putting your best foot forward. Because if you're putting your best foot forward, man, you can be proud of that small win. And at the same time, having the integrity to understand that, like you just, you can't always compare yourself to others, man. Yeah. It's, you got to be really careful with that. It should be few and far between. If you want to pick your head up like you and I, man, we look at what's going on in the real estate world. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest. We don't really know where it's 1%. Like, we know what that means. We know what that is. And then when the awards come out is usually when we find out. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because I'm focused on... Well, you're, you're playing the game. You're not watching the scoreboard. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but it's okay to look at the scoreboard sometimes and like mm-hmm. kind of wonder where we're at. And it, it does give you a gauge if you can keep your integrity with it. But it kind of comes down to, you know, you've got to have a goal of what you want to accomplish, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, one of those goals was like passing my real estate exams. So you're mm-hmm. national in your state. So, hey, cool. You know, be happy that you studied for eight hours today. Okay, be happy. 
but I'm still striving to be better as in, look, this is all going to add up to, to hitting this incremental goal of just passing my real estate exam. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think organically, if you've got that goal in mind, you're only going to allow yourself to celebrate for so long because I got to do that small win every day. Mm -hmm. So it's short lived. Right. Right. But if your work ethic isn't there and you allow that celebration to be long lived, man, like you can't sleep on a win, right? Cause you'll wake up mm -hmm. with a loss. Mm -hmm. Famous quote, mm -hmm. right? Conor mm -hmm. McGregor. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think what keeps the integrity of a small win, a small win is making sure you have a goal and that goal needs to have a deadline. So I had already scheduled my test. I knew when my test was going to come. So my days were numbered. I had to have a win after win after win. So I, I did the math on it. And if I was completing a chapter every single day, that left me eight days of study time to review before my exam. So I wanted to get through all the chapters and then on the, C on the CRE online course, mm -hmm. you have a final for yeah, national right, and right. exam. Cause then you get your certificate from school. You take that certificate says, Hey, I passed my school. I can now get my proctored test. Yep. That's in person. So I knew, okay, once I pass my final, you know, for national and for state on the school, mm -hmm. I wanted that day to end eight days prior to my actual test. Cause now I've got eight days to go back and remember this shit I forgot mm -hmm. going through the whole course. So I used the state and the national as like, I would go back into those tests and I would review them. Yeah. But then I would also go back in and dabble into some of the chapters and I gave myself that buffer. So mm -hmm. I did the math on it and I figured out what the, what buffer I wanted to review, but then I had it. Hey, I've, I'd already paid for and scheduled my, my, my school or excuse me, my proctored exams. Mm -hmm. So every short win or every small win was short lived because I had to repeat that every single day. So having a goal and having a deadline where you want to accomplish that goal, it makes every day relevant. It does. And if does. every day is relevant, then that short win, I think naturally remains a mm -hmm. short win because you can't live on it. Well, here, you know, here, the next day you got to get up here, and get going. Here's why I like doing it that way, man, because um, I'll use bodybuilding, for example. You know, I, for me, I had zero anxiety. I had zero stress coming into a competition because I knew that that whole prep Yes, I understand that that end goal is like insight, right? And, and that's on a date and that's something that I'm doing and I'm signed up and I'm committed. However, once I was committed to that, I knew I could take that completely off my shoulders and out of my brain. I don't need to worry about that competition at all. Have zero stress and anxiety about it. All I need to worry about is eating this meal right here. And then two hours later, eating this meal right here, doing my workouts a certain way, doing every single minute of cardio I was supposed to do. And that was all my wins throughout the day was like, all right, just get through this workout, this Correct. meal, But this you meal. also had a buffer, and this is important. I want to bring this up because mm -hmm. you've, you've spoken to me before. Mm -hmm. um, most people do like a like a 12 or 16-week prep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You did a six-month. Like 12. Month. I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers yeah, fuck doing em. that in 12. Yeah, fuck <laughs> I've never even done a prep. Fuck you, <laughs> pussy. Um, uh, no disrespect to <laughs> It's okay to be one. It's not. <laughs> um, you talked about having like a six-month prep because you're like, hey, I know that doing my diet prep, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to miss a meal. I'm going to forget how to cook something. I'm not going to buy the right stuff at the grocery store. I'm not in the zone. Yeah. So if I start 16 weeks out from my show, four of those weeks are going to be fucked because, yep. or not fucked, but they're going to be not learning, as learning curve, learning yeah, curve, getting in the zone. So yeah. you did, I don't know if it was six months, but you, I think you did like Typic a four weeks or six yeah. months. Yeah. It's six. You yeah. had time prior to your actual prep to get, yeah. you hit your 16 weeks in stride. Yeah. Plus, I didn't like stress, dude. Like, those 12-week yeah. people, man, like, they're cramming. And given I was cramming as well, but I knew I had time on my side, but you But you know? gave yourself that buffer knowing, like, hey, I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah. This is a new prep. Every show yeah. was probably different mm -hmm. for you, yep. you know, but 
hey, I'm going to make mistakes. I got to have some room for error. Let me dial this in. So again, just embracing the phase that you're in and you're understanding new. like this is new. there's going to be mistakes up. that should happen. Right. Yeah. You know, like the first time you learn how to drive a car, should you have all your friends in it? Probably not. <laughs> okay. You should probably <laughs> just go kill terrible. yourself before you kill everyone else. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but again, you still had a deadline for the show. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm doing this show. It's six months out. And you allowed for, for some errors to happen. So you mm-hmm. hit that 16 weeks in mm-hmm. stride. You won your shows. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Right. But there's a prep behind that. But again, Embracing the phase you were in, understanding that, but you still had a deadline. So I think what we're trying to get at, at least with this one, is if you want a small win, if you want to be able to embrace and enjoy a small win, but allow it to stay a small win and not get on a soapbox and not gloat about it, you've got to have a goal in sight that's got a deadline to it. Mm -hmm. Because now you've got to have several small wins that add up to that goal. And, Mm -hmm. dude, just the goal of, yeah, I passed my, my state and national exam. Ooh, big deal. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of bonehead agents out there. Some of them, I have no idea how they passed. Because some of that test, it's semi-difficult. Dude, you're telling me, man, yeah. You know, like the math kind of sucks. That is a hard I got test. Believe Semi it not, shit, that was a hard fucking test, Dude, here's bro. what's crazy. Yeah. I did, my highest score, I think, was math. Really? And I yeah. don't consider myself a high mathematician. Yeah. However, guess what, dude? Math is black and white. Yeah. If you read a, if you read a question and you understand what it's asking and you, and you put the right formula in... Yeah. It's black and white. Yep. Some of those questions on that test, it's it's so circumstantial to what they want you to answer with. Well, and they'll and they say this too. There's three right answers, but they want you to pick the most right answer. Correct. You're like, oh fuck. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So a lot of it was just, yeah, man, just remembering stuff like that. So, you know, but hey, is that is that still a goal? Yeah. So these small incremental wins to achieve like this incremental goal. The overall goal was to not just be licensed. Yeah. But it's still a goal. And you got to have that. So small wins into these incremental goals and then so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but to answer your question, I think they stay small. If you, if you set your goal and your deadlines up to you're forcing them to be small. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be short lived. Cause you got to do that the next day. Yeah. Now, if day. I have no deadline, if I haven't bought my real estate school exam yet and I have no deadline. Yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah, I fucking crushed Monday. Hey bro, it's Friday. <laughs> But there's no deadline, so you allow yourself to get distracted. So you've got to have a system in play to allow yourself not to get distracted. Mm -hmm. We've kind of hit on this already, man, but we're going to jump right into it. And this is not for anyone else. And and I'll mention something very shortly, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to move on. Because I've kind of already mentioned this within the the goal stream or the um, the, the small win stream. This is about you. This is about your self-esteem. This is about your integrity. And look, if something was hard for you and you got something out of it, it's for you. You don't have to make it about everybody else. If someone else gets right out of bed and they're just jumping in their 30-minute meditation and crush the gym, and maybe you're you're going through some stuff and just literally getting out of bed before 9 o'clock a.m., like that's a fuck, 11 a.m., whatever it is, if that's a win, you don't need to compare it Mm-mm. to anyone else. You don't need to be ashamed of it. What you got to remember is like, look, I just got to get better every day. And then what about my day can be better? And that doesn't mean that, okay, Monday I, I woke up by 11 a.m. Okay, so tomorrow needs to be 9 a.m. Not necessarily. Maybe Tuesday or maybe that whole week. You're still waking up at the same time, but what you did during that day became more productive. Right. But maybe right. just establishing that you get up by 10.59. Hey, let's just keep that for a couple weeks and then work on what you're doing during the day. Yeah. But those small wins matter. And if and if some of your, your wins come easy to others, it doesn't matter. And, I'll, dude, I promise you, like, a lot of the small wins I had, I don't even talk about. 
Mm-mm. I'm bringing Mm-mm. them up today because I want people to have some context for themselves on well, where it's okay to, to be happy with yourself and ha- yeah. but also understand these type of wins don't necessarily need to be celebrated with everyone. This is where you're building your own integrity, your own work ethic, and your own self pride yeah. that you're you're taking steps in the right direction. Yep. Well, and I'll Correct. tell you, man, anyone that tells you that um, goals are accomplished any other way other than like what Will is telling you guys right now then they've probably not accomplished very many goals in their life because the small things are everything guys like literally this the smallest little thing that you can do on a daily basis added up consistently over time can add up to such huge things and um you know the that's that's where i i do kind of have a hard time with the whole like aim for the moon and you'll land among the stars sort of thing because anytime (laughs) i've aimed for the moon man i don't get off the goddamn ground yeah well here's the thing too like you mentioned the word huge like hey if you guys are doing these things like this can add up to huge things that's also subjective what's huge for you what might be Mm -hmm. your huge goal for the year or for a two-year goal what's huge for you could be different than someone else that is also okay now those should still be celebrated you should feel good about them because it's again it's it's progression for you and for where you're at. Mm-hmm. And I think when people say these cliche statements or or they're out there like preaching something but not necessarily practicing it, well, that's that's the smoke and mirrors, man. That's yeah. that's the downfall of social media and internet at scale because we can just go on YouTube and hear a bunch of like people say a bunch of cool shit and well now we can just go repeat it, but we don't necessarily yeah. have our own story to speak on it. We don't have a lens to even speak from. We have no perspective on it. We're just we're just falling back on saying everyone else's shit. You're, you know, and this is like, and I've talked to Gavin a little bit on this before, one of our friends, and he's asked my opinion of people sometimes. And I go, hey, man, remember when, like, you heard a song on the radio or or one of your friends had a really good CD and he copied it and the quality is a little bit lower, but it's mm. the same words. Yep. I think people are smart, man. I think people will see through you. And I feel like a copied CD, I could put that in right now. Like, if I copy the Black Album from Metallica, right, and you and you remember it, if I if I don't tell you it's a copy CD and I slide into a stereo right now, you feel that quality. It's lower. You're just like, how oh, it's, man, mm-hmm. it's not quite there. And I feel like those are the folks that are are just trying to regurgitate other people's material, but they don't necessarily have any perspective. Their their entire story is telling stories versus. Mm-hmm. You know, having well, and not their own stories too. If it's your own stories, it's different. But then yeah. you're going to feel that 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 genuine thing. And here's the thing: there's not that many new ideas out there, right? So you guys listening, mm-hmm. maybe on this particular thing, well, everything's kind of been said. Here's the thing, though. But coming from your lens and from your perspective, it can and, be different. And original content from you, maybe ultimately, yeah, you're saying the same general idea, but. And there's going to be new innovative ideas as you get more specific. Okay, mm-hmm. so and like, as you develop too. Right. Exactly. So, for example vehicles mm-hmm. okay like there's an ideology behind like a round wheel and a round tire and it moving forward and backward and turning left and right and if it smashes a fucking wall something pops out so you don't yeah. kill yourself yeah <clears throat> cool not much of that's going to change however the technology within cars mm-hmm. and how how they predict car accidents now all of a sudden you've got sensors around a car that'll slam on your brakes for you even if you're not looking right so it's not a new idea that we have to stop when we're approaching a vehicle in front of us. The technology behind a vehicle to stop it for you because you're texting is now implemented, mm-hmm. right? So battery operation like Tesla's, it's still powering a, a vehicle, right? It, but the power source and the technology behind it and how, it's, how they're going about it is different. But the fundamentals of <clears throat> a round tire and moving forward and backwards and turning left and turning right, right. And having to stop the vehicle, having to an accelerate a vehicle, 
how fast a vehicle can stop, how fast a vehicle can accelerate. A lot of these things are like, yeah, man, we've heard them. That's just what cars and trucks do. Yep, but how again, how they're going about it, the technology and the innovation behind mm-hmm. a car being able to stop it for you because you're not fucking paying attention. This is what I'm getting at. There's going to be a lot of fundamentals we talk about that, yep, people have talked about. But when you get into specifics in industries and, and new innovative ways to approach something, this is where change happens. Yes. That's why people's lens are so important. That's also why it's so important for you to stay in your lane and stay in your lens because you're so like the, the ability for you to speak and be innovative there. It's so powerful. Like mm-hmm. for example, who would have thought a cop would be great at real estate? Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. finding ways to manage people's emotions and dude, our buyer presentations, our listing presentations, how we handle the client process. It's a completely different approach. It's very innovative. Now it's fundamentally sound, but it's from a completely different perspective that kind of organically grew from my experience and how I cor- how I bridged the gap between my experiences in real estate mm-hmm. and how this makes me a better agent. But again, that's my lens. I had to be me going into real estate. I can't be someone else. Nope. I got to be me. But being me allowed me to be innovative, right? So super important piece right there for, for you guys to understand is you're right, man. Fundamentals are going to be talked about and they're repetitive. Where we get innovative is through our lenses, guys, and how to be specific and hyper-focused to a process where we can make changes. Yeah, and the, and the side note to that is continuing to be who you are throughout that process because you are the X factor. If the information's kind of, in general, the same, you are the X factor. So if you're trying to be someone else and you're not allowing yourself to be you, it's not going to work. No, man, not at all, right? So this kind of like, so we talked about embracing your face. Like, it's okay to be new. Right. So like when I was first on social media talking about real estate, no one was using me. So I had a big sphere and we, we had this question before from our agents, mm-hmm. from public talks. There was an assumption that because I had a huge following from being a police officer and, and, and the fitness company and you're just out there, man, especially with the fitness company, you're throwing events, you're friend requesting people and they're accepting it. And, you know, there's a lot there, yeah. but everyone knew I was new. Everyone mm-hmm. respected me. I had a good word out there. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, I'd like to think from what I could tell, mm-hmm. um, so, man, when I was, like, posting stuff about real estate, man, like, everyone was, I was getting several hundred likes, you know, support, encouragement. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't getting any transactions mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but look, man, that's okay. I didn't expect anything from them. I'm new. I'm going to embrace this phase. I know what I'm getting into. And if I'm going to ever get anything from them, I've got to start just, do- I'm not going to fake it because they're going to know I'm faking it. But I need to document what I'm learning. What, you know, what can I, you know, what am I doing? What, what's working? What's not working? And we did that, man. Once a week, we would do that. I got a lot of business from outbound. So people from the gym, people from the coffee shop, people from my, my daughter's school who knew me, but didn't know what I did for a living when I started having those guided conversations. Well, because they knew me, they trusted me. They didn't know that they were my first deal. Mm-hmm. They didn't know they were my first sell. Right. I actually told the guy he was my first listing. He fucking laughed at me. Yeah. <laughs> But again, I had an advantage there because they trusted who I was. They trusted my word, but didn't know I was new. My social media knew I was new. And then about seven months in, I think is when I I started getting more transactions from our social media. Um, But man, we were doing a lot of documentation on what's working, what's not working, what's the market doing, what's it not doing, what does this mean? Hey, all this jargon, what does that mean for you? And not trying to be romantic, just embracing that we're new Mm -hmm. and just learning as much as we can. And how can I bring value to that crowd? So Embrace that phase. It's okay to be new. Don't think that you got to fake the funk. Matter of fact, people know better. 
Okay, huge for that. I don't know if you want to add something mm-hmm. to that, but I mean, I think just being being authentic to who you are, and I hate the fucking word; it's, it's way overplayed, but it's the right word in this situation. It comes out of mouth, and it's like Bleh, authentic. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> but being authentic to who you are, dude. Every time I've done that, man, I've always fucking won. Every single time when we were starting our team, and we have agents coming on, and it's like, hey guys, we don't have leads. We're a new team. Mm-hmm. All the other shit that teams like promote and promote and promote, we don't have any of that, and that ended up being our greatest. Asset. It was. Because, was because yes. but we were proficient in what we were. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that was huge. And I think something that goes with, you know, it's like, man, how like how do, how are you okay? Like, okay, we'll embrace this phase and like be okay, like you know, fuck man, there's insecurities and there's fear and all this stuff. Yeah, man. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Understand, you know, not to be on a soapbox, but my, my pedigree from the Marine Corps and what I'd accomplished there, my pedigree from, from police work and mm-hmm. what I accomplished there now, and then helping build a fitness company to just about 14 stores in two years, and then I'm sleeping in a pantry, getting rid of cars. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah if dude, I'm scared, like, it was you, man. Dude, I'm yeah. just like, who am I? Yeah, like, what? Yeah. Dude. Into real estate. Golly, oh, man. Yeah. Man. Right? Like, don't even get me started on that. And, but, but understand. When you're, you know, it's easier. It's not going to be easy, but it's easier to embrace your phase when you understand that that phase is temporary. Yes. As long as, my next bullet point, you are striving to be better. If you don't have a goal, Mm -hmm. if you don't have sight, and if you aren't striving to be better every day, and there's no progress, and there's no small wins to celebrate with yourself, then yeah, it's hard to embrace your phase because this phase right here of being new, this is now just your reality. This is now who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's not who you are. It's where you're at. Okay. We had a guy in our, in our networking group that, that wanted to lose a hundred pounds and he couldn't even grasp it. And I said, listen, man, you don't have to lose a hundred pounds. You need to lose five pounds, 20 times. And it opened his eyes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, listen, one bite at a time. Have you, and I asked him, Hey man, what's the most amount of weight you've lost before? He said 15 pounds. And then I gained it right back. I said, that's okay. Don't worry about that. But you've lost weight before. Yeah, I've lost 15 pounds. Okay, so you've lost five pounds three times before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you've done it before. Yep. Look, man, we just got to do that five pounds 20 it's times. Yep. Now, as you get lower and lower and lower, yep, you got to get more and more dialed in. But by the time but you you're start. you're also more dude, athletic and By better, the time yeah. you shed 60 pounds and that last 40 is mm-hmm. a little different, hey, man, you're mentally dialed in yeah. and you're motivated and you've got momentum and you're prepared yep. to learn more. And learn about what it's going to take for that final 40. You're going to be there. Let's not cross that bridge right now because we're not there. We're 60 pounds away from that bridge. Let's just create some habits that you've learned before to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So understanding like understanding that piece. But again, when I say, look, this is not who you are. This is where you're at. I When I say that to myself, uh, it, it, means, it means something to me. But I also understand that I've got to have a goal with a deadline, okay? Because that validates, that makes every day valuable. That also allows me to celebrate these small wins. And most importantly, that's setting me up to strive to be better. And then that phase that I'm so embarrassed about or insecure about or uncomfortable in, it's temporary. Because over time, man, I'm working my way through it. And all of a sudden, I'm in a phase where I'm super proud. And then guess what happens when you're on top? And you're in the phase of being on top. You're humble. And you're able to speak to people that are at the bottom because you remember where it fucking came mm-hmm. from. Man. You remember the work. Mm-hmm. Now, you're also prideful mm-hmm. because you want people to do the work. If, I, if you're fucking faking it, I'm going to come talk to you, especially if you're around mm-hmm. me. We got to have a conversation because the integrity behind what we're doing. Look, man, you're not going to earn your Eagle Global and Anchor without going through. 
okay, there's a reason why Marine Corps boot camp is brutal, right? And it's not just physically challenging. It's the psychological stuff that you go through, man. Like, it's supposed to be hard. You're new, and everyone in boot camp is new, and it's you versus the drill instructors. And the drill instructors make it very clear you are not a Marine. Yeah. Okay? And it's But not, not one time did they say it's not okay to be in boot camp. Yeah. Not one time did they ever say you should be a sergeant. No. You're paying for being new. But if you strive to be better every day, boot camp ends. And the quickest way out of boot camp is to graduate on time. Don't get hurt. Don't mm-hmm. get sick. Don't kiss your buddy to try to get kicked out. Don't be doing weird shit, okay? You fucking have a small win every day for three and a half months. And you stack a day on a day on a day. And you incrementally get better. And you're striving to be better through boot camp every single day. You graduate on time. That's the quickest way out. You earn that Eagle Global Anchor. Okay, now you're not new. You're a Marine. You're not a boot, okay? Now you're going to be new to your unit. So you're new again. So you've graduated something, but you're still going to be new at something. And this is also something that's very important to this that I didn't write down, but through a thought process I'm thinking of. As much as you strive for excellence and you accomplish something and, and you're a veteran at one thing, you're going to be new to the next. That's part of life. If you're climbing that ladder, you're going to be new at every single level that and, you are. And you should be, bro, because that yeah. means you're evolving, and that means you're moving into something new. And if you're top dog and in your little you know, pool of puppies all your life, yeah. man, you missed out on a lot. Right, but here's what's fun about being new repetitively after you've been new before. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drop that tool belt. Whatever you learned in boot camp, and, and then, okay, now you're new to school of infantry. Okay, but you're a Marine. You've worked hard. You've got some little sleep. You've, you've, te- you know, you've, you've, you've passed boot, you know, drill, drill instructors messing with you and, and, and doing what they do to you, you know, whatever they do to you. You know, a lot of, a lot of you know, a lot of uh, motivation, mm-hmm. we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've had that experience. So now when you get to schools of infantry, that was a different dynamic, man. They were training us for war. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was 05, very early on 05. This was, this is brutal. Um, there was no fuck fuck games. It was just mentally and physically brutal because of the workload. And our instructors at School of Infantry had just gotten back from their deployments, right? So they, they knew firsthand what we could potentially be getting into. And it was inevitable to them. Mm-hmm. And they had pride in working. They didn't come to School of Infantry to take a break. That might have been a break for them mentally. And, hey, some of these guys, we had, we had a, a staff sergeant, um, phenomenal staff sergeant got shot up in the knee with an AK. Mm. What, dude, they're trying to get him on a helicopter to evac him. He's not letting his gun go. He's still trying to get in the fight. Just hardcore. Okay? Yeah. This dude gets out of surgery, does a little bit of rehab. They say, hey, man, go to school of infantry. He's doing runs with us. This guy was so mentally just mm-hmm. fucking after mm-hmm. it, dude. It just, mm-hmm. his presence motivated you. Because he had a knee brace on. We knew how, how recent he was at a surgery. He was never in the back during yeah. the run. Yeah. And we ran with boots and camis on. Yeah, man. yeah. But they didn't fuck with us. Boot camp is a lot of mental stuff, and they're breaking you. They got a culture shock. Yeah, that's some other weird shit, right? School of Infantry was like, look, look, gents, you're Marines now. You have responsibility. You also chose to come to the infantry. Welcome. Here's the deal. Our country is at war. Mm-hmm. 9-11 happened. Okay. It's the beginning of 05. Like, this is this is not going anywhere. This is on the climb. Okay, so to them, it was inevitable that we were going to be there. And it was their responsibility as Marines to train us. Now, we were new in School of Infantry. It was okay to be new. It was not okay to fail. And why is that? Because we had learned how not to fail because we graduated boot camp. Right. So now, yes, even though you're new, you've also gained some responsibility. But with that responsibility gained, 
you've also gained some tools from graduating bootcamp. Now, fast forward, for example, to me doing real estate. Look, man, I'm super brand new. But what I had to do and cried out in my car and just grab, grab a hold of who I am is like, hey, man, you've been new before. Mm -hmm. It's okay. But don't think that you got to drop these tool belts that you've gained over time that are going to apply to this. And guess what, man? If there's anything you've got, it, it's that you don't quit mm -hmm. and that you know how to time block, you know how to set a goal, and you know how to attack every day. Mm -hmm. And, dude, even at the highest levels, it's always going to boil down to are you winning the day? Mm -hmm. Well, look what's Super happened to us in a few years dude. from that. Super I mean, important. fuck, man. Yeah. The, and that's the thing. Like, I'm so big on um, time is going to pass anyway. And when I was talking to clients and I get a 100-pound client and I tell them, hey, it's going to be a year. Like, we're going to be working together for years. And there's going to be ups and downs. And then there's going to be three months where you fuck off and you don't lose any weight for those three months. And then we have to play catch up a little bit. I'm like, realistically, it's what we're looking like. And, um, you know, anytime anyone gave me any pushback as far as how long a goal is going to take, I'm like, is a year not going to pass? Wouldn't yeah. you rather in a year to look back and be like, fuck, I wish I started this back then. And you got to do it right. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you can't allow people to have, especially for you, right? Because they're trusting you as a trainer. You've done your own preps before, and mm -hmm. you've gone through it, man. You, you know the mental and physical draining they're going to go through, even at the level that they're doing, because not all of them are doing shows. Mm -hmm. Some people are just trying to bend over and pick up grandkids, Most man. People, yeah. But here's where I talk about small wins and successes and, and something that's being huge. Hey, look, being able to lose 40 pounds so you can fit into a normal car, climb stairs, and pick up grandkids, that might be their huge. Your huge was first place at a bodybuilding show. Mm -hmm. It's all good. What's a 10 for someone is a 10 for someone. That might be a three for us. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. If it's a 10 for them, stress-wise, accomplishment-wise, then we must treat it as such. 100%. And once they accomplish that, now their, now their scale of what's a 10 is going to go higher. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. in this moment, in this phase, this is what that is. Mm -hmm. And we must treat it as yeah. such. Which yeah. means when they're entrusting you as a leader, man, like you've got to go, look, this is a year. You're losing 100 pounds. And if we're going to do it the right way, and if you're going to learn diet and exercise and how to be healthy and do it the right way and not gain this weight back. Yep. Listen, man, it's going to be a year because if you gain this weight back and you're three years down the road, when it comes back, you're older, it's harder. You don't want to it's have true. to ever lose this hundred pounds ever again. It's true. And you talk, you hear about David Goggins, not saying I'm a fan, not saying I'm not a fan, but for example, dude, he talked about losing a hundred pounds twice in his life. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank God. I yeah. bet you he'll tell you, thank God you're not in your fucking fifties. Yeah. Because there's some people, man, in their forties and fifties, yeah. man, that, that they really got a lot going on, but they can't even physically move mm -hmm. to the level they need to lose the weight. It's mm -hmm. sad. Yeah. But that's where I get my urgency from, man. Cause I, I understand the power of every single day and how that adds up. That's why for me at this point now, wasn't like this before at this point now, it's super easy just to feel that sense of urgency every day to accomplish those little wins. Cause I understand if I don't do this today, or if I don't get this little win today, then tomorrow I'm behind and then I'll miss a day three months from now. And then I'm behind. And then it's just, I'm not where I could be. Agreed. And, and also it's just, it's easy when you break it down and you're real big about breaking shit down and, and mm -hmm. reverse engineering things. Okay. What needs to be done today? When you actually take the time to whiteboard something or write it on a notebook and see, Oh, actually what I have to do today. Isn't that hard? It's just a couple little things where if I just accomplish those every single day, then it adds up. Yeah. And I think some of that is just, um, it's just how my brain operates. You mm -hmm. know, I, I can definitely see 10 steps ahead. I think I was, Man, it's just embedded in me. I was trained that way. But you also got to remember, too, like in the military, when they're training you for war, they're going to throw you into 
situational stuff. They're going to make it, you know, like we did, like we had like huge mountain towns in places we go operate and train. And what they were trying to do was take real life scenarios. And then when they would get data from overseas and something that's happened and things like that, they would try to train on it, mm-hmm. right? And so they would try to use real scenarios to train on. So when they're getting you to write sit reps and if you're going to go over an augment, if you're writing a five-paragraph order, whatever you're doing, they're trying their best in training to to give you something that's really happened, right? So it's not just a bunch of hypotheticals and people egos telling you how to do something. Mm-hmm. They want to give you real, you know, real stuff that's happened. But with that being said, whether you're in that environment or you're training for that environment, here's what happens. You tend to hear about a situation first. So... With our brains, with how we work, in my opinion, at least from my lens, everything was situational first. It was like, hey, here's what's going on, right? And then, like, end state is like, well, yeah, we got to go fix this, Mm -hmm. right? So you are forced to reverse engineer. Okay, here's situation. Now you're reverse engineering men, equipment, Mm -hmm. timeline, approach, logistics, access to transportation, it's just, it's kind of reversed by well, and, nature. And taking off a lot of nonsense because, again, that's one thing I think when we have a goal that we're trying to accomplish, we tend to focus on a lot of the other things that don't even fucking matter yeah. about reaching that goal. When if you break it down, there's literally probably two or three things you need mm-hmm. to do every day that'll get, get, get you to that goal. At le- correct. At least starting there. Yes. Just right, going, right, right. hey, what's wrong in my life? Go mm-hmm. there. You know, and like anytime like I'm kind of sh- shooken, shaken you know if, if i'm kind of like off man i go mm-hmm. right back to what's my diet look like what's my water intake look like yeah. what's my sleep look like and what's my exercise look it's like two or three things and every gosh darn time mm-hmm. one of them is just sitting there giggling at me yep. <laughs> yeah right oh you know mm-hmm. water by the fuck mm-hmm. like you know what man interesting but uh, being being brilliant at the basics right and having these four fundamentals for myself i know that i'm going to operate at the highest level for me and if i'm operating at the highest level with rest and clarity and nutrition for fuel and, and water for all those benefits, I'm going to be able to be a problem solver and, yeah. and work at my yeah. highest ability, yeah. not someone else's, but mine. Right. But those are huge as far as just engineering that. So if you're in a hard place, if you're, if you're diving into stuff, I promise you it's okay to go, you know what? I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day and I'm going to get to the gym five days a week. Mm-hmm. Hey, just start there. Everything else can wait. Just get those two things down. And when you get those two things down, believe it or not, when you exercise more, you're not craving junk as much. Mm -hmm. You're not eating as much Mm -hmm. of that crap. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, naturally, your food is going to start to alter and you're not eating as much. And when you're eating, it's a little different. And naturally, that starts to come into play. And you go, okay, but hey, I've already kind of like gotten these two things going. I'm good there. I can take on more. Yeah. Let me take on my diet now that I've dialed in my workouts and my water. And exactly. Cool. Exactly. And then naturally you're going to start figuring out like where, where to get rest, how to get rest. And I promise you when you're attacking your day man, you're, you're okay to go to sleep because you're at peace with what you've accomplished. Not, mm-hmm. not too much is going to keep you up. Mm-hmm. And if it is, that's a whole nother conversation. Everybody has to kind of tackle that. I've got stuff that I tackle, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes on a nightly basis. Sometimes I can't shut off. I've got to figure that out. You know, but man, it's huge. But I promise you, if you're good in these four fundamentals and then like, hey, I'm not sleeping. I promise you I'm going to find my solution. I'm going to figure it out because I'm operating at a, high, at a high level for myself. If there's a challenge because I can't shut my brain off, I'm going to find the answer. Well, the answer is playing with my kids. I got to find like, you know what? I need to have a, 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 a decompression window before bed. Because if I just go work, 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 go to bed, 
My brain is yeah, running. It's, it's sprinting, yeah. But if I go work, 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 I give myself time to shut it off. Mm-hmm. And go, okay, hey, I'm hey, I'm at a stopping point for today. And then I go play with my kids. I enjoy my family. Dude, I love them so much and I, that I already start compartmentalizing by mm-hmm. just watching Cash mm-hmm. throw shit. Yeah, right? Dude. I'm yeah, laughing yeah, yeah. and and she, he's playing with his big sister and naturally I'm just compartmentalizing. And then I allow that to just be enjoyed and decompress myself. And then I naturally end up, hey, you take a shower, you go to bed. And before you know it, nothing's on your mind. You, you know, or or sometimes if you if something still is, write it down. Hey, man, like, we just got to get to this tomorrow. Write it down so you don't forget it. Put it in your notes. You and I were talking last night at mm-hmm. 1030. Mm-hmm. I'm like solving world peace. <laughs> and bless your heart. You answer the phone, <laughs> yeah, idiot. <bro. laughs> right? But you know, I'm just yeah. going to call back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But give me five minutes. Let yeah. me say what I got on my chest. Yeah, yeah. Come up with a plan for the next day. Yeah. And then we're both going to sleep better. Mm-hmm. But, that's up great too. But just thinking outside the box and knowing yourself better, I promise you, embracing the phase that you're in, being new, having small wins while striving to be better, you're going to learn so much about yourself. You'll be able to handle the high level because you've earned it. But if you're faking the funk and you're pretending to be here, it's going to crash. Yeah. Somebody's going to see right through you or you're going to, you're going to be tasked with something that you can't handle that people are expecting Mm -hmm. you to handle. And it's not fair, not fair to yourself, not fair to that client, whatever it may be. But I promise you, it's an injustice to your story, to your life, to finding who you are and having the ability, man. Like once you've owned a car for a long time, you know, it's twerks, right? Yep. 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 A new one you don't, but it, I promise you going through these phases with yourself and, and these and being able to handle small wins so you can be prepared for the big ones, being able to hand sm- handle smaller stressors so you can handle the big ones. This has to be here, so man. True. You're not going to be able to be a team leader. You're not a you're not a productive sergeant. You're not a productive guy anywhere in the Marine Corps if you can't even figure out how to get yourself and your other Marines that are around you through boot camp. And yeah. they teach you teamwork and a lot of stuff from the get-go. A lot of stuff you're not even realizing until you look back at it. But if you can't handle stuff here, okay, how are you going to handle it here? And I promise you, dude, the one thing I took away from boot camp is they said, hey, guys, this is the easiest it's ever going to be. And you're like, you're like, oh, shit. shut up. <laughs> you're fucking, well, you just want to be on a oh, poster. Man. You're trying no. to say some shit. Here's the deal. The fuck, fuck games went away. The Marine Corps incrementally got harder because responsibility and execution was rested upon you. And look, man, it's real. Our country was at war. This is no longer about fuck, fuck games. Mm-hmm. You wish, you wish. It was just that if you don't perform, if you're not proficient, if you're dishonest, if you're dishonest in that world, man, right? You're, you're, you're in the infantry, whatever you are, you're a machine gunner and like, Hey man, you know how to disassemble and reassemble that, that machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Sarge. And that Sergeant's improficient enough to not test you time and time and time again, under stress in the weather, in the dark. And then all of a sudden, but then you take it upon yourself not to say, no, I need more practice. You're just like, yeah, I got it because you're being lazy because it's Friday and you want to go off on the weekend. And then you're in theater, right? And then you're, you're getting in a firefight and that weapon jams. Shit. Well, guys die. Yeah. Right? So we talked about this before, training yeah, scared, right? There's an element to training scared. But like, look, man, like being dishonest and saying things like that, my my... One of the hardest challenges for me in business is, look, man, there's a lot of fake in business. Even more so, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and fake 
in the entrepreneur and in the real estate world about who people are, what they're all about, what they're good at, what, what their achievements are, what it's not. I see it from a different lens. So for me personally, I have to be very careful how I treat people if I think there's smoke and mirrors there because maybe they don't know the harm they're doing. Maybe they can't speak to my perception on how insulting that is if you're going to fake it. Mm-hmm. It's not fair for me to just go doing that. But at the same time, I got to be true to myself and understand that I can't associate with you either. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's a battle for me, man. Mm-hmm. But this all derives from just embracing the phase that you're in, being okay to be new, but having small wins and understanding how to celebrate them Give yourself a timeline on when to achieve stuff. Strive to be better because I promise you, phase one, this is not who you are. It's where you're at. But this, I promise you, is going to be the foundation, the building block of who you become. And you're not going to handle who you want to become if you can't handle it here. It's true. And it's it's a disservice to everyone if you're not mm-hmm. doing that. So I'm going to leave everyone with this. Embrace your phase Be proud of yourself for your small wins. Have some pride in keeping wins for yourself too, by the way. Sometimes it's good to just feel good about something you did and just keeping it here. Agree. Have that. But if you want to have that and not allow them to to be exhausted, you got to give yourself a timeline, okay? Like, and I gave that real estate school exam as an example. Give your goals deadlines. That way your small wins are celebrated but they're short-lived like they should be, mm-hmm. and you keep laying one domino down after the other. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, man, you're in that workflow and you're hitting that stride and you're prepared for that next level. But please embrace that and don't be ashamed of where you're at. Just understand it's where you're at. It's not who you are unless you decide not to get better. If you decide not to, then this is who you are. Super important. Good stuff, bro. Love you, man. <laughs> Love you, dude. Happy Tuesday, Thanks everyone. for listening, guys. Day one dollar zero. Out. We out.